Welcome to Leave Your Mark, where I explore the influences that have shaped the lives of our incredible guests. These are the stories of lives worth talking about. Follow me on Twitter at Built by Scott and Instagram at King O'Pain, or link up with me on my Facebook fan page at Scott G. Langston. My goal is to create a community of people who take every opportunity to live high-performing lives. Before I get started on today's podcast, I want to take a moment to connect you with my sponsor, ReconditioningHQ.com. Reconditioning is a method and language of integrated practice. It brings the worlds of therapy and conditioning together and helps them become more powerful and more practical. If you live in one or both of these worlds or you use the services of a therapist or conditioning coach, you know that sometimes they don't see eye to eye. They aren't on the same page. Reconditioning provides a time-tested process for aligning these two worlds and creating impactful solutions to performance problems. Follow them at ReconditioningHQ on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, or become a member of their Facebook group, Reconditioning HQ Revolution, and join the Reconditioning Revolution. We can't grow this podcast without you, the listener, or the support of our amazing sponsors. This year, we are pleased to announce the support of Matrix Fitness, one of the largest commercial fitness brands in the world and one of the fastest growing in the industry. Matrix Fitness produces training tools that focus on improving the training experience for athletes and coaches alike. With equipment that focuses on building speed, power, and explosive performance in the most efficient manner, Matrix has partnered with some of the top sporting organizations in the world. As a global brand with local support, the Matrix performance team assists their customers with solutions, research, and training protocols so coaches can focus on what they do best, help athletes prepare for competition, and getting better. For more information, please request their sports performance package from their Canadian Director of Education, Annie.Vilnive at matrixfitness.com and mention the Leave Your Mark podcast to qualify for your 20% discount. Hello and welcome to Leave Your Mark. I'm Scott Livingston and today I have the pleasure of speaking with Jared Cogswell. Jared is the Director of Sport and Education for DecaFit by Spartan and the founder of Work Like an Athlete Fitness Business Consulting Services. He is also a Todd Durkin Mastermind Platinum Level Coach, Gym Owner, and Alpha Warrior U.S. Army Boss Strong Coach. For 25 plus years, he's been a fitness industry leader and a high energy performance enhancement coach, often keynote speaking on his knowledge and experience, as well as contributing through writing. He has led teams, 350 plus employees to over 13 million in annual revenue and authentically serves over 200 plus fitness professionals, studio gym and club owners to maximize their personal, professional and business performance. Jared is a passionate mountain athlete, ski mountaineer, former recognized Portland Mountain Rescue team member and proud father of two daughters, Skylar and JC. And he's getting married this spring to his fiance, Adina. Congratulations and welcome, Jared. Yeah, thanks, Scotty. Man, it's <laughs> it's awesome to be on be on your show. And and uh, you know, I got a lot of admiration for what you do and how you serve the fitness community and what you do with your athletes. And you've been inspiring me, man, for for many years now. And I, I said this on a post the other day. I've been I've been taking your your moves that you do with your athletes and and calling them my own for for so long man i you make me look so smart <laughs> hey anything for you brother anything for you ever since i met you at uh, todd's um, mastermind event uh you know like i could see the energy and passion in you and it's uh it's something that you can really feed off of and I know your clients and the people you work with feed off of well where's it come from where where does that like when did you discover that in yourself you know what 
Uh, you know, like a, a lot of fitness professionals, we get started in athletics and, and so forth. And, you know, we have mentors and coaches. And I was fortunate as, as a young person, um, a young man, to have amazing coaches and mentors that not just, you know, help me be a better athlete, but a better human. And, mm. um, you know, when I, when I got involved in fitness, I would just, I, I would dream about workouts all day long during, during class. You know, I, I couldn't wait to get to the gym. And I had always wanted to be a personal trainer way back then. And when I got that opportunity, um, you know, I didn't realize it at the time, but especially 25 plus years later, I've been paid for my passion, uh, mm. my entire professional career. And, um, you know, I, I've just always been excited about helping people and being able to, to get people involved in something that I love to do. And it's even, that even translates to the mountains when I, you know, some of my best climbs aren't necessarily the hardest climbs I've done in the mountain, but just taking somebody up to the summit for the, for their very first time. And they get to see that view, they get to earn that view. And, mm. and man, sometimes that brings tears to my eyes. It gets me emotional. And that's the same thing we get to do as coaches, uh, you know, when we're inside of our brick and mortar buildings. So, mm-hmm. um, I've just always felt that way. And I've always been surrounded by people like yourself, people like Todd Durkin, Yancey Culp, people that, that energize me, motivate me, inspire me. And, and I think, through those connections, you end up doing that for other people. That's awesome. Let's go back. You you grew up. Uh, did you grow up in the West Coast and stuff? Is that where you're from, in Portland? Yeah, I, I I grew up in in Modesto, California, Northern California, and um, you know I eventually uh, moved on and and went to college at Chico State, and I, I discovered my my love for snowboarding back then. And snowboarding eventually became mountain climbing, and I moved to uh, Mammoth Lakes, California, and and I got my first general manager job managing the Snow Creek Athletic Club back then, and 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 met with a lot of inspiring people, people that would drag me up mountains, and and um, you know, also I was I was around all the race teams, and and uh, just got involved in so many different levels of fitness, and and I really started utilizing things that we did in the gym for the outdoors. And, um, you know, and that, that became part of my purpose, you know, in the gym, it was, I, I fear, okay. My biggest fear in, in mountain climbing and the things that I've done isn't necessarily falling down the mountain. What it is, is I I fear not having fun. And I find when (laughs) I'm not fit and I'm not doing the things necessary in the gym that translate to the mountains, then I'm not having a good time. So I, I fear that. And, mm. and I've always been about having fun. Wow. Well, I, I want to explore that for a second. So you get into, uh, into the mountains through snowboarding and sport and, and physicality. And then you get into things like uh, mountain rescue. And I'm interested in the dichotomy between um, what it takes to be somebody who can calm themselves down and focus on rescuing somebody and managing that kind of stress. And at the same time, being also be able to tap into the energy to command a room full of people who need to just get motivated and pumped up. How do you dial it up and how do you dial it down and make sure that you're calm enough to make those emergency decisions, but also cranked enough to fire people up? Well, I, I think one, it, it comes with experience and, you know, I've, I've been in some situations, you know, in the mountains that, that have been scary. 
um, you know, thinking uh, one time uh, I was trapped on the summit of Mount Hood in, in a really bad storm um, for, for a lack of a better term. But, um, you know, I, I think when you get in those situations, you, you realize something about yourself. Um, you know, you realize that, that there's another level um, within you. Uh, especially when it comes to survival and there's a, there's a couple of things one you have to remain calm um, two you have to be methodical and uh, three you have to be diligent about staying alive because um, you have to do everything necessary to do everything that you've been taught and and all the things that you didn't know and I think what happens what I've learned you know in the mountains a lot of people, um, you know, they get lost in the storm or, or they, you know, unfortunately they fall to their death. And sometimes it's because they panic. Mm -hmm. And I think one of the things that I've, I've realized about myself is when I get, when I get scared or fearful, cause I get scared or fearful just like anybody else, but I don't panic. And I, mm -hmm. I've realized in certain situations, for example, you know, I had a, a good friend of mine fall 400 feet. Um, thankfully, he, he didn't fall to his death, but I just remember in that moment, we had another climber with us and, and I just remember saying, Hey, we've got to stay really calm. We're going to get, get down. We're going to get them safe, but I need you to keep your shit together. Mm -hmm. And, um, and, and, or I'm going to be rescuing two people and you, you stay calm during those, those really scary moments. And it usually pays off. Then, then what I, I guess, as far as turning that back on, um, you know, I, I feel, you know, I think a lot of people understand I'm very passionate. I'm very purposeful. I want to impact lives around me. And, and I want, I, I want to serve the way my mentors have served me. They've inspired me. Mm. And I've always been an energy guy. And I, I, I really try to bring people positive energy, especially when I'm in a room, if I'm speaking to people, but I, I want them to learn lessons. But, and, and I also want them to know that I respect, not everybody's an extrovert, not everybody's, you know, crazy like myself or Todd, or, you know, and, and we're able to rah-rah everything. Um, everybody has their own way of doing that to inspire and motivate people. Um, that's just how I decide, you know, I, I don't even really decide how to do it. I just do it that way. And I, and I have fun doing it. So again, that fear, that fear of not having fun, uh, that, that's the thing that drives me as far as bringing the energy. Our sponsor, ReconditioningHQ.com, is back this year with a big lineup of courses across the country and beyond. The practice of reconditioning is literally changing the way we see physical preparation. This is an approach that brings the worlds of therapy and performance together that helps you as a practitioner build more robust clients. Not just rehab injuries or train for fitness and performance, but make people more robust. Life isn't about surviving longer, it's about thriving. And Reconditioning HQ is offering a life mentorship program called Empower You, totally designed to help human performance professionals live their best life. After all we do for others, shouldn't we do our best work for ourselves? If you have an interest in ice hockey, ReconditioningHQ.com, Perform Better, and Matrix Fitness are bringing the best in hockey performance to Mont-Tremblant, Quebec, June 27th to 28th, and it's going to be epic. Check out all of their course offerings on reconditioninghq.com today. Were Were you a sportsman when you were younger? Uh, beyond like the snow sports, did you did you play like 
soccer, football, basketball, hockey, any of those things when you were a kid? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I played, I played baseball, football. Um, I, I thought I was Dr. J until about the eighth grade, <laughs> and <laughs> Dr. J. <laughs> And, uh, and then I realized when I was a freshman in high school, I wasn't that great at basketball, but I loved, I love the physicality of football. I've always, I've always liked to be physical and, and, and I love sports like that. Baseball, uh, was definitely a passion of mine. I thought I was going to play shortstop for the San Francisco giants. And, uh, and, and then, uh, when I got to college, they, they saw my, my time to first base and they go, eh. You, you got to go unless you can DH. Um, but all of that translated into the weight room and fitness and, and then working with my friends. Like even, even when I was a teenager, I would, I would kind of train my friends. And then I became a, a certified trainer at the age of 19. And um, it, it just took off from there. I mean, I loved working in in the gyms, working in the clubs. And I, I loved working the front desk because I got to meet so many people. And then I loved helping people out on the, on the weight room floor. And, um, it's always been that way, man. I I've just, I've just always been super fired up to be around people. And then, and I, I, I guess one, another thing that I would fear is being in, stuck in a cubicle, you know, mm. like I need space and I need to be around energy. What, um, sort of take me through how you've transcended call it sort of being an employee so to speak working for someone and then crafting your own entrepreneurial sort of solopreneurship and what you've done you know in in businesses what where did you find that in yourself beyond the scope of okay i'm because uh, the reason i ask is because a lot of times when when people in the performance industry are, are who are who often listen to my podcast you know we start out training people and that's what our passion is but then all of a sudden there's a point where it sort of has to click into well this is maybe more than a job maybe i want to take this into a business paradigm but people don't always understand what what it takes to do that you obviously have an affinity for it but how did you discover that well you know fortunately when when i worked for you know a large company in the past we were like a family even though the company was growing. And, you know, like you said, in, in the um, beginning of this, uh, I ran a, a really large athletic resort. And I, and believe me, I, I loved working for that company. Um, they were good to me. We were like family and they gave me a, a lot of um, autonomy and I was able to experiment and do some things and maybe set some benchmarks for the company. And having that type of freedom was, was amazing. But the, what I didn't realize at the time was how many resources I had because of, of them being so supportive and them wanting to be number one in everything we did. So I love that competitiveness. Um, but then when I went out on my own, I, I did it because I, I, wanted to, I wanted to see what I could do with my own potential. Hmm. And, you know, I, I realized uh, early on, you know, when I owned my own gym was gosh, I don't have all those resources and I got to get really creative fast and I've got to grind even deeper, you know? Mm -hmm. And I, I work with gym owners all over the country and man, there's a lot of them, you know, barely surviving versus thriving. Mm -hmm. And it's because they don't have the systems in place or 
they don't have the, the business education behind them. And fortunately, I had that business education and I was able to go speak to it. So, you know, I, I think part of the, the things that I, that I do now is like, you know, I share all of those systems. I share the best practices that I continue to learn from the, some of the best fitness entrepreneurs that are out there. But it's, it's, a, it's a give and take, man. You know, now I work, you know, I still have my consulting business, but now I'm working for a company that I really believe in. I mean, the, the, Spartan, uh, the Spartan company is, is led by Joe DeSena. And Joe, Joe and I speak the same language in a lot of ways. I mean, it, he's a grinder. Mm-hmm. And, and, I, and I think um, what we're trying to do is, is our mission is to impact a hundred million lives through fitness. So mm-hmm. I believe in the cause of the company. And I think, I think when you're working for somebody, you have to believe in the vision. You have mm-hmm. to believe in the mission. And that's what I've always tried to set up for my employees, whether they work for me or I work for another company is you have to believe in the mission and the purpose of the company. And I know that that sounds cliche these days, but if you want to get out of bed and be fired up, about, about your day, you got to believe in what you're working on. Mm. And so I'm always trying to balance that. And, you know, yesterday, you know, we're driving around, we went to nine gyms in, in three hours last night. We're shaking hands with our, our new product by Spartan called DecaFit. And that fired me up. It fired me up because I got to meet all of these people that are lighting up the planet mm. around the community of Denver. And now we're connected with with gyms in over seven countries hmm. with DecaFit. So again, it's it's them believing in the mission and the vision and connecting with one another. And I think that's I, I just been fortunate to work with a lot of great people. Um, and it hasn't been easy. You know, it's it's this is not an easy business. I mean, sometimes I I joke with my fiance because she owns a studio, and I'm like, man, some days it would just be easier to own a liquor store because. <laughs> Because it seems like that's what everybody wants. But we know we have a responsibility that fitness changes lives mentally, emotionally, physically. And uh, when you're in that type of business, you, you find every way possible to, you know, one, find your niche. But also to the mission is how many people can I light up today? Mm-hmm. And, and if I can get myself surrounded with those types of people, that's, that's how we're going to impact more people. I want to take a minute to connect you to our newest sponsor, Zenkai Sports, who are here with a question for you. Why do we sweat? Our body is perfectly designed to cool us down, but most apparel companies use moisture-wicking fabrics that remove our sweat, which makes us overheat faster and actually hurts our performance. Zenkai uses cutting-edge technology that repels sweat and other liquids. Zenkai Apparel lets the sweat stay on your skin, keeping you cool for longer and repelling odor-causing bacteria. This means Zenkai Apparel can be worn 10, 15, 20 times with no washing required. This lowers your carbon footprint and saves money, so you can be a hero with your planet and your family. Join the revolution for better apparel technology. What's in your ZNA? We've partnered with Zenkai, so if you head over to www.zenkaisports.com and use the discount code LYM20, you'll get 20% off your entire order. 
It's interesting to hear you say about the, you know, understand your mission and connect everybody to that mission. And then in the same breath, you sort of said, I know that's cliche these days. And I know where you're coming from when you say that, because, you know, a lot of times people say to you, when you're building a business, you gotta, you know, you sit down and define your mission and your values. And then people kind of go through the, the steps of doing that. But then I think the mistake becomes that they kind of pack it in a drawer and forget about it. What's your one piece of advice when you're, when you're critically determining that mission, how do you create the emotional connection to it? Like what, what, what do you tell people to do to make that, make it more than just something you write down on a piece of paper? Well, you know, a few years back, I, I wrote a book called, I wrote a companion book to one of my keynote sessions called work like an athlete. And I think one is you really need to define or define what what your mission is personally mm-hmm. and how you can impact people. Because even, you know, I, it, and you know this, Scott, we, we've dealt with a lot of people that struggle with depression, uh, with, with confidence issues, body image issues, and so forth. And, and what I try to remind them is like, you know what, um, it doesn't stop here. Like, if you if you can be kind to somebody else, it's going to light you up in the process. And I think I think what what it comes down to is I've I've realized over time, even when I was a 19 year old trainer, I didn't get it at the time, but I was impacting somebody's life. And um, and, and 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 I don't mean to say that to put me on some pedestal, but it was just like I did maybe one little thing that made their day and their life a little bit better, may help make, make them maybe, um, a better friend, a better mom, um, you know, better dad, whatever it is. And, and it lights me up in the process. Mm-hmm. And so when I, when I sit down, even with trainers, you know, like there's some great technical fitness professionals out there, but I said, you're, I always say this, your program is just a piece of the process. It's necessary. It's, and you have to have the education behind you to back up what, what you're doing to train that person to perform at a higher level. Okay. But you also have to be able to inspire them and motivate them to come back because the program itself isn't going to do that. And we know that fitness can be a roller coaster ride for so many people. And what I'm trying to do is, is just keep things level and always going up. You know, Todd always talks about getting 1% better every day. I think if we focus on that and we teach people that and we're all connected, we've connected the dots and we're all aligned on this mission together, then, and, and you know that you're aligned with somebody. Like I, there's days where I don't want to do certain things. But I think about guys like Scott Livingston or Todd Durkin or Brian Nunez or Yancey Colt and, and, and knowing, knowing that the, those are my brothers, my sisters, everybody that's involved in this mission. That's what keeps me on the right on the right path. Mm-hmm. Well, you mentioned that, you know, you've got you've got a new um, new gig going with DecaFit with by Spartan. And, you know, I'm curious knowing the company and i read uh, the book of the owner um quite a quite a cool cool uh, read as well as well what's 
what in your viewpoint is the recipe for success that has created the phenomena that is Spartan? Like, what is it that people are attracted to and why is this getting sort of shifted into the indoors or decafit uh, proposition? At the most recent 2019 World Junior Hockey Championships in the Czech Republic, Team Canada's number one goalie was Nico Dawes. Nico is a great story. Heading into his NHL draft year, he was not on the Canadian team's radar. In the summer of 2019, Nico trained hard with the support of the great team at Shield Performance in Burlington, Ontario. He built up his body armor and lost 25 pounds. He came to the Guelph Storm camp in the best shape of his life and earned the number one spot for the defending OHL champs. And then earned his spot with Team Canada on one of the hockey world's largest stages. One of the tools used by Nico was the Matrix Fitness S-Force Performance Trainer. The S-Force is a no-impact, weight-bearing training tool that can improve fast-twitch muscle fiber, increase explosive performance, and support many conditioning objectives. Matrix Fitness produces training tools that focus on improving the training experience for athletes and coaches alike. For more information, please request the Matrix Fitness Sports Performance Package from their Canadian Director of Education, Annie.Villeneuve, at matrixfitness.com. And mention the Leave Your Mark podcast to qualify for your 20% discount. Well, you know, I've been with the company for just over 30 days, and I've gotten a really good look at what Spartan's all about. And and I, you know, again, I've just been impressed with with them overall because, you know, um, Joe had a had a town hall meeting the other day, Joe DeSena. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he, he, he was being really honest with everybody um, that's, that's employed by Spartan. And he goes, I want everybody to feel a little bit uncomfortable at all times. And I, I like that, you know, especially, you know, again, when, when I wrote work like an athlete, I was like, what if you, what if you approach your job just like an athlete does their sport? You know, like in the NFL, if you get one second slower, you're probably going to lose your job. Hmm. So what's going to keep you honest and what's going to keep you focused and, and delivering every single day and bringing your A game. And I think that's, that's the feeling I get from Spartan working for Spartan. And I think that's the mentality of everybody that shows up for the, for the races and the competitions and the events and people want to utilize their fitness. They don't want to just go into the gym and and go through the motions and then just show back up the the next day like i like i told you earlier like if my my passion in the gym is this is this going to make me a better mountaineer is this mm. gonna is this gonna help me compete even though i i love going up there with my buddies um i still want to get to that summit first mm. and and i think that's kind of the spartan mentality and they have they have created the I think the biggest fitness movement in the world. And with that now we're with DecaFit by Spartan is now we get to tap, tap into the other 80 to 90%. Um, that's, that's an opportunity. And we are stressing that, you know, like we, we know that not everybody's into mud, barbed wire, the mountains, the cold, the heat, all the things that go with it. Now we're, we've created an indoor fitness competition where it's for all levels of fitness, okay, in a controlled environment. And what people don't realize, if you went to an Orange Theory class or a CrossFit workout or just, I don't, you know, even if you got on a treadmill, you're actually preparing for a DecaFit event. 
And if we're gonna if we're gonna really impact a hundred million lives, you know, then we have to we have to take a different approach. And I think that's what DecaFit's all about. So what I'm trying to do is align all of these influencers that are involved in the fitness business, like people that I really respect and trust, and I know they're authentically involved in the process of changing lives, and then connecting them with the the obstacle course uh, racing world the CrossFit world, anybody and everybody that's involved in fitness, getting us all aligned so that we can meet that mission, not just for Spartan, but for everybody else, because we're all going to benefit from one another. And we're going to be lighting up people that, you know, may suffer from, from a lack of confidence today, but if they go get their deck and mark at a deck of fit event, they're going to feel that win within themselves. And then when they go when they get done with their event, maybe they're going to go to our next event and they're going to continue to train with a purpose mm. and they're going to continue to connect with the tribe that wants to show up to these events as well. So I think now Spartan has, has had such a great movement. Now we get to impact even more people across um, the globe with this new product. I want to circle back to that in a bit um, after I sort of dive in a little bit to um, what I would call, you know, personal difficulty. And I know you've gone through a few different things and I, and I want people to learn from you through that. Obviously you, you, uh, were, were divorced. What did you learn in your, in your own, you know, coming out of that relationship about yourself? How did you explore yourself and how did you grow from that? Oh yeah. You know, <laughs> I think when you go through a divorce, there's a lot of finger pointing, but then when you, when you look in the mirror, you're going, no, no, you, you could have done better. You could have done a lot better. You could have been a, a, a better husband, a, a better father. You could have devoted more time. And what I, what I realized, um, you know, I was, I was younger at the time. Um, I, was, I was selfish, you know, mm. and um, I would put so much energy into my job and, and working with people, whether they were employees or, or members of our gyms and our clubs that I use as an excuse of like, Oh, I just, you know, I don't have time for this or time for that. And I think, I think I, I, I learned humility, mm. you know, and I've, I've learned, um, every time there's been a hard period in life, there's lessons that come with it. And, you know, I've lost some friends, uh, been divorced, I've almost, you know, died in the mountains, had some, just, you know, some, some moments that, that are unforgettable. Unfor- but the hard lessons learned make you better. Mm. And, and as long as you don't continue to repeat the process, then you're getting better and you're going to be better for other people. And, um, you know, I don't, I don't think there's, there's much go- looking back on, you know, even my, my marriage that makes me regret anything in terms of like, oh, could I have saved the marriage? Because we were going in two different paths. Mm-hmm. And, and I respect where she went. Um, but now, you know, I'm, I'm getting married in the spring. Now I get to do it the right way, I guess, after learning all those lessons. And, um, and I'm excited about that. I'm excited Mm -hmm. to be a husband and, and, um, (laughs) believe me, nine years ago or 10 years ago, I I wasn't thinking about getting married again. Mm -hmm. Um, but I found somebody that lights up my heart. That's passionate about, um, the same things I am. Um, I, you know, we're just in it together. We're a team. Mm-hmm. And, um, and that was something that was missing from before. And, um, and I'm, 
I'm never going to take that for granted. How did you meet uh, Dina and how did you know that she was the one you wanted to sink back into marriage with, so to speak? <laughs> well, you know, it, you mentioned, uh, so uh, I'm a, I'm a fitness business mastermind coach for Todd Durkin and, and I was, uh, he, every year he does a three and a half day mentorship. And as a coach, you show up for these events and you meet with, with the mentorees. And, and these are people from all across the globe that show up usually in San Diego, California, and, and they want more personal development, professional development, become better leaders, um, understand their fitness business better. And, um, I actually met Adina. We were, we were at separate tables and uh having breakfast and i and i just said hello to her and and i knew her for a couple of years and um you know this is this is where like two years later the the story gets gets a little inconsistent because i claim that that she sent me a text (laughs) and i said "Hmm, i'm gonna answer that text she says i sent the text but as soon as as soon as i got that text i uh i jumped on it you know, and, um, and we, we connected, um, we started talking on the phone. I, um, I, I eventually I was, I was doing some work with Alpha Warrior and she was out in Tennessee while I was in Portland, Oregon. And, uh, we met for a weekend and we've been together ever since. And, and I'll tell you, man, I, um, she, she's lit me up and, mm. and I'm just, it, it's awesome to be around a partner that inspires you. And I know, you know, that, um, cause, cause you've got that same type of partnership in, uh, in your relationship and you know, we, it doesn't matter. Like when there's a high, it's, it's a great high. When there's a low, you pick each other up mm. and we've been doing that, you know, for the last, you know, almost year and a half. And, um, I'm just so grateful. I, mm. I'm, I'm just grateful. I believe in the order, man. You, you, there's, there's so many things that happen in life and, and you don't understand why, right? And then, and then you look back and you go, ah, oh, that's why I'm here, you know? Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and I firmly believe that. And you just can't take those moments for granted. And right now, right now I'm, I'm, I'm riding that high, man. I'm, I'm getting fired up about Decafit. I'm getting married. Uh, my kids, they're, they're graduating from college and high school this year. And you know what? And, and one, of my, one of my themes is keep climbing. No matter what, you keep climbing. Because if you don't keep climbing, you don't know what that view is going to be about. And I kept climbing in 2018 or 2019, and we're here right now. That's beautiful. That's a good segue for a part of my uh, podcast that I do. I discovered a book a number of years ago called The Day You Were Born. It was written by an astrologer from New York, Linda Joyce, and she combined numerology with astrology. So you were born March 7th, correct? Right. You are a Pisces 7. Your purpose is to develop confidence and discipline enough to allow you to use your genius to create the world the way you want it to be. My hopes are not always realized, but I always hope. Ovid, Roman poet. Pisces 7s must learn not to give up or give in. They are the co-creators of their worlds, and their test is to survive and be happy no matter what life offers. When they are connected to their soul, when they know how to help and inspire others, when they keep their passion for life close to the surface, then nothing will stop them Um, from growing. Others may not support the Pisces Sevens or give help because their mission is to stand alone and do it well. Pisces Sevens are versatile and talented, psychic and sensitive. They must not let their perfectionism keep them from taking risks and opening their hearts. 
They must be careful that their fear and need to be protected do not keep them isolated. Here again with another word from our sponsors, Zenkai Sports, who want to let you in on a little secret. Performance apparel hasn't changed much in the last 20 years. Most apparel is still based on moisture-wicking synthetics, which not only make you more overheat faster, but are toxic for your body and the environment. Synthetics don't biodegrade, so that stinky workout shirt you have to throw out after six months, it lasts for thousands of years in landfills. Zenkai is the only cotton-based training apparel on the market, keeping your body safe from those scary petroleum-based synthetics found in most workout gear and giving you that extra edge when it counts. Be a part of the solution and join the revolution for better apparel technology at www.zenkaisports.com. What's in your ZNA? For 20% off your entire order, please use the discount code LYM. There's a little piece of you, sir. Man, I was wondering, I was wondering why you wanted my birthday. And, uh, and, and and man, I I want you to send that to me because that, that was, that was eye opening. I've never heard that before. (laughs) I'll read you Todd's sometimes. I'll send you Todd's. Todd's is like, holy jumping when I read, read his to him. It's uh, pretty wild. Um, you, you mentioned in the the notes that you sent to me, um, that, you know, you, you lost two really good friends, mountaineering and stuff. And I, I don't need you to go into the emotions of that, but I am curious, you know, what, what were your takeaways from that or what did you learn from that about, uh, you know, for yourself that you've taken away that's maybe energized you or made you self-reflect around the loss of somebody? You know, uh, you know, again, it sounds cliche, but you never know when that day's going to come. And, you know, um, the, the first guy I lost was uh, in 2012, Mark Cartier, Mark Cartier was, was a climbing mentor of mine. And I remember when I met, I met Mark, I met Mark through, um, my, my best friend, Michael Lemming. And we, we met in the climbing register on Mount hood one time. And he knew we, uh, you know, Mark knew we had a, a huge rock climbing wall or gym, I should say at the, the athletic resort that I managed. And he said, Hey, you want, you want to climb in the gym sometime? And we got to know each other. And then Mark asked me, Hey, do you want to go climb the reed head wall on Mount hood? And, and I remember, I remember telling, um, who did I tell? Well, anyway, I just remember thinking Mark Cartier freaking asked me to climb with him. And Mark was a guy that had, you know, 30 first descents in, in the North Cascades and was a, a climber in the Himalayas, um, you know, had climbed in Alaska. He was legit. He was the real deal. And he was also a super loyal friend. And, and I would, you know, I would do anything for that guy and he would do it for me. And, uh, we were supposed to leave for a climb on a Friday and he actually went up Mount Hood on, on a Thursday, um, prior to our, our trip, which was going to be about a three or four day climb. And, um, Unfortunately, I, I, I got a, the mountain rescue call and had no idea it was him. You know, mm-hmm. I, I, in fact, I was texting him and asking him, hey, what do you see up there? And then realizing it was him, that's a whole nother story in itself. And it, it's, a, it's a crazy story. But I was just, I was just crushed, you know. I, and, you know, I didn't get to say the things I wanted to say to Mark and, and what he meant to me. And, and what I decided to do from there was just honor his legacy, honor him in any way and every way I could. And, and, you know, I wrote work like an athlete on behalf of him and, 
And, um, you know, I've always done everything I can to honor him and, and his family. His family is just amazing. Um, and, and so that was, that was the first go around. And, and then I lost uh, my best friend, Michael, the guy who introduced us. Um, he was uh, doing, ba- he was base jumping in Norway. And uh, again, I, I didn't get to say to Michael what I wanted to say. And, and it just, it, 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 there's there's regret there mm-hmm. and and I think what I learned from those moments is don't take any of those moments for granted not just with your friends or your best friends or your climbing partners but everybody that's in your life they need to know what they mean to you like mm-hmm. we we can we're idiots sometimes like we get pissed at at, at our, our friends and our families and and gosh man I, how would you feel if the next day they weren't here mm-hmm. and and I, and I see all this stuff, like even on social media, people talking trash and, and being negative sometimes. And it's like, listen, like, <laughs> let's just light each other up. Mm-hmm. Let's just light each other up and let's do the right thing. Let's have integrity. Let's have humility. And let's, let's push our, our own insecurities aside for other people. And, and, and I think I've just, I've, I've, I've done everything I can and, and, I, and I'm going to continue to do that to honor those guys. And, um, and, and just create positive energy as much as I can. Mm. Um, and I, I'm not perfect at it by any means, man, but I think I, I just, I want to live out their legacy. I want to take all the teaching and the mentoring that I got from them, even though they didn't, they weren't, they weren't doing it purposely, but I take, I take their good parts and I try to put them within my own soul. What, uh, what do you, take away from or most enjoy you know i know you're a coach with uh with todd's group and then also you know you do your own consulting what do you take away from mentorship from being a mentor what does that that give back to you and your soul you know i i think one thing i i try to be humble i i don't want to i don't want to sound like a know-it-all with them like i want them i want you know, the clients and the people I work with to know that I'm learning from them too. Mm. And, and what I'm doing is whatever I learn from them, I share with other people. Sometimes, sometimes I just like to call myself a facilitator mm. um, versus the leader or the boss or the coach. And, you know, and I know I have that role, you know, that I feel like my job as a coach, you know, you put that coaching hat on, so to speak, and your job is to educate, motivate, and inspire. You know, and that's why I don't even like to call personal trainers trainers anymore. I like to call them coaches to remind them of their purpose. And that's educate, motivate, and inspire. And, and I think that's how we, we help light people up in, in a positive way, especially through fitness. And, and so I, I think I, I love the opportunity to help lead and speak and, and do those things because, you know, maybe there's, there's one nugget that somebody can get from me that's going to help them because I've made... I've made a lot of mistakes, you know, and, and I keep referring back to work like an athlete, but work like an athlete is, is basically a book, not about what I know to do, but it's all the mistakes I've made and have to get better at. And, and it starts, it starts with passion and purpose. And I also believe in, in taking care of yourself so that you can take care of others. But, um, I, I love being in that position of helping other people. And that's why I love this mission with DecaFit. You know, I think, this is my opportunity to be engaged and involved in something and help facilitate and lead a, a mission 
of impacting so many people. And, and if we all align with the fitness professionals and the, and the community that surrounds this, then we're all going to have that opportunity to do it together. And, and that's what gets, gets me excited is it's about us. It's about we, it's not about me. It's mm-hmm. about all of us together. I mean, I mean, Scott, you, you do it every day in your facility and that's, that's what gets me going. That's what excites me. And some people don't get to see or, or feel what our purpose is. Um, and let, unless they see it with their own two eyes and they get to experience it. And I want more people to experience it, but we all have to do it together to have a bigger impact because we know that the health and fitness of this world is suffering overall. So let's, let's take one at a time, but let's do it together. How did the, how did the, uh, this deck of fit thing come about for you? Like, did you know Joe or something or what were the circumstances of that? Well, my, my buddy, <laughs> You know, uh, Yancey Culp has been uh, deep into the Spartan world and OCR world for a long time. And, and I have a lot of respect for Yancey. Him and I met at the um, U.S. Army Boss Strong competition on Fort Bragg in 2018. And we were representing Alpha Warrior, which is another great organization that I love. Um, and him and I were <laughs> were in, a, in an RV for... It, like this thing was like a 16 footer. It was small. And it was, and we were in there for 16 days together. And, you know, you would think after 16 days of, of being with somebody and him and I were, were coaches for, for individual teams. Um, and I got him. We, we end up winning the, my, my, my airborne, my airborne soldiers from uh, Vicenza, Italy end up beating his crew. Um, but I'll tell you what, I was around his passion and his positive energy every single day. And we just, man, every time we saw each other, it was a fist bump. And, and you know, things get really regimen when even as a coach, I, I'm not a soldier. And, but for 16 days, you live that lifestyle and we lit each other up and we've been best friends ever since. And I was down in Delray Beach, Florida with Adina and I was consulting with, with the guys from Slash Fitness um, that are just incredible it has an incredible team incredible culture and so i bring all my clothes to florida and i get a call from yancey on a saturday night and admittedly i I probably had two cocktails or three and (laughs) and he says hey um joe DeSena wants you up in boston tomorrow uh to talk about something new and i looked at adina because we're supposed to fly back to tennessee the next day and she says go a big old go and man, we have been on the deck of it like war path since December 15th. I haven't taken one day off. Joe, Joe, Joe had his social media posts uh, not too long about no, no days off. And he didn't say it that way. He said it with a little more emphasis. And, uh, and we've been going hard because, again, I geek out on this concept of, you know, like I, I went into a boot camp class here in Denver um, just a few days ago and the coach actually allowed me to speak to the class I just took their class and I said listen you finish this class you just got ready for a deck of fit like you you have a reason to train it's not just showing up you are you have a chance to compete with yourself and get your deck of mark and then you can take it to Dallas then you can go to Atlanta you can go everywhere deck of fit is going and you're going to connect with other people, but you're going to train with a purpose. 
And you know what? Even if you're a novice fitness enthusiast and you get your first Decamark, let's say it takes you an hour and 15 minutes when in Denver, you go to Dallas, you're going to beat who you were in Denver. And then who knows, three or four Decafits later, maybe you're on the freaking, the freaking podium. You know, like this is, this becomes that thing that avoids the roller coaster ride because it's so purposeful and it's so functional. So, um, you know, that Gancy has, has been a, a dear friend and, and, uh, you know, he said, if, if this thing is going to positively impact the fitness industry, then, then I got to get my good buddy Jared involved and and he's done that. And I, I'm, <laughs> I'm really grateful because I believe I believe this is that thing. And I was joking with Todd the other day. I said, I said, man, how many, how many guys and gals have come up to you and said, this is the game changer of the fitness industry. And uh, he said, I don't know, 100, 200. And I said, I said, TD, this is a freaking game changer. And we just started cracking up. But, but I actually really do believe it. Mm, that's awesome. That's it's awesome. It's nice to hear the passion in your voice and to the the excitement about what it is that you're embarking upon. Talk a bit about um, you know you're obviously deeply <laughs> passionate. You you put all yourself into and and you've gone through a lot of stuff in your life. How do you how do you reflect and know you need to put the the brakes on from time to time? And how do you do that? How do you know that in your soul? You know, I, I think it's just certain moments. Um, it's kind of like being on the mountain and stopping to take a look at the view or seeing how far you've come. Mm. Um, I forget to do that sometimes, admittedly. Um, I, 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 you know, like I fear going backwards. I, I fear not having fun. I fear going backwards. I want to keep moving forwards. You know, I, I'm still trying to beat my 25-year-old self, man. I'm, I'm 48 years old now. And I still want to beat that punk that was 25 <laughs> years old. And, and um, I, I, I don't know if I can do it physically, but I know mentally and emotionally and the things that I've that I've went through in life has, has made me much, much stronger than that 25 year old, um, and wiser. Um, but I think, you know, it's like the other day I, I said to myself, gosh, man, you've been, you've been almost working 30 days in a row. Like you're in Denver, Colorado. Why aren't you on that damn mountain? And I went up and, and just took some, some time to like fill up my heart and fill up my spirit again and and just get re-energized and i realized gosh man you've been you've been sprinting and sprinting and sprinting and maybe it's maybe it's not time to stop but it's time to hit the pause button or or bring it back a little bit and and take that sprint into a jog Mm -hmm. and and really reflect on what you're doing here right now and are you spending you know enough time thanking the people that are around you, thanking the people that are surrounding you. Like, you know, my, I think, you know, even though I'm new to Spartan, for example, I want to be known for having a positive impact on the company and maybe, and you know, I, I, I hope I can say this, but instead of always thinking Spartan the fuck up, it's like, <laughs> let's, let's, let's win the caring game. You know, mm. like, like I, I want, I want people to understand the impact that we're going to have on so many lives, mm. including 
the Spartan culture that we already have. And, and man, the culture, the Spartan culture has embraced what we're doing, which has been awesome because I think this is going to eventually, uh, DecaFit participants are going to gain the confidence to go get in that barbed wire and mud and do something different. They, they should. They should always test themselves. They deserve it. And, and I think for me, um, you know, I, again, it's around the influence that I'm surrounded by. And, and Yancey, Yancey, you know, I think that one of the things I learned from him is hit the pause button. Hit the pause button and reflect for a second. Soak it up. Give, give to the people that have been helping you. And then get back on the path immediately and keep going. And um, I think I've been doing that more consciously in the last couple of years of my life than I ever have. But what it does is, is when I hit that pause button, it actually refuels me to go even harder for the next sprint. That's awesome. How did you ask Adina to marry you? Uh, well, of course. Uh, hey, she said, she said, you know, one of the things that attracted her to me, I guess, was was the adventure. She liked the mountain climbing. She liked all that stuff. And I said, okay, well, let's go on an adventure. And, and it was a, a couple of days after her birthday. Um, and we went to Yellowstone Park. Her, her parents go uh, and work in Yellowstone uh, every summer. I said, so let's go visit your parents in Yellowstone, but then let's get deep into the back country. Let's, let's get into bear territory. Let's get scared <laughs> a little bit. And, um, I, uh, I chose a backpacking trip for her that wasn't, wasn't crazy, scary, or strenuous. It wasn't a major climb, but it, it, it definitely gave us a, a good fitness test. And, you know, the, the coolest thing was out there, Scotty, was um, we didn't see a single soul for three days. Wow. But the only thing we heard were the were the wolves in the morning uh, howling, <laughs> <laughs> which was, kept us a little uneasy. Um, but you know, I was I, I bought her a ring right before the trip, and uh, oh man, I'm not going to get emotional here. Uh, <laughs> but I just remember I didn't know when that moment was going to come, and you know, I brought up you know, a, a, a little bit of vino. She likes, she likes wine. And, um, we were just sitting around a fire and I said, oh, I'm going to, I'm going to ask her right now. Cause I, I used to, I used to joke around with her. Well, not really joke around, but I'd say, would you marry me? You know, would you marry me? <laughs> and, and finally I, I, I had the box, I had the box hidden in the backpack and I grabbed it and I just went up there with the ring and, and presented it right in front of the fire. And, Man, it was it was one of the most amazing moments to be in the mountains with somebody that lights me up, and and you know what? They're the only people we could share it with was one another, and mm. and it was really awesome when we got back to to solid ground. But man, being up there and and knowing like this is the person I'm going to spend the rest of my life with, uh, I, I, I I'm still getting chills from that. That's awesome. I think that's the perfect way to. Uh call bring this puppy to a, a completion it's been uh, a fabulous uh, hour chatting with you um i wish you the best of luck with the upcoming marital uh marital uh, join and all the fun that you're going to have with this decafit uh, project and uh, your light shines brightly sir and thank you for enlightening me today hey thank you scotty and hey man thank you for everything that you do for for everybody out there i mean you are 
you, you mentor people even when you don't know it. You inspire people like myself. And, and I am so grateful that I get to be connected to you. Well, thank you. I appreciate that very much. Well, you have a great rest of your day, buddy. All right. You too. Be good. Thanks for joining us today on Leave Your Mark. I hope we've left a mark on you today. And we wish only that you pay it forward by sharing this story, taking the time to rate and comment on this podcast. Please follow us at Twitter at Built by Scott and Instagram at King O'Pain and become a member of this community at Scott G. Livingston on Facebook. Have a great day. Music by Cedric de Saint-Rome.